Welkom by die potgooi van die Pretoria Oos Manne Bediening. Goeiemorgen, dit is vir my groot voorrecht om vandag een bykie die woord met julle te bedeel uh, wat hier op my hart geleed, uh, ons leven op windende tye. <laughs> ja, vir baie wees is dit onzeker tye, maar vir ons wat die heren ken is dit op windende tye, dis ek geleentheid om rechtig vir die heren iets te kan doen. Die heren is in die afgelopen tyd bezig om weer met, met ons te praat, met my en Anita in besonder, uh, oor sy plan, sy doel vir ons leven, wat soveel groter is, as wat ek en jy besef. Toe God jou geroep het, denk ek bykie aan Jeremia, as jy nou denk in Jeremia 1, <coughs> roep die heren die profeet, en die heren roep om tot een groter taak is wat hy gedink het, maar is nog jong ek een bykie jonger is 29, en hy sê toe nie, jyre, ek is te jong, ek kan dit nie doen nie, en toe sê die jyre vir my, sê, voordat ek jou gevorm het in die skoot van jou moeder, het ek jou geken, en het ek jou bestem tot een profeet vir die nasies, en toe hy nou sê, hy is jong, toe sê die jyre, open jou mond, dat ek het kan vul, so God roep ons om nie in ons eie kracht, en ons eie vermoof, en ons eie weisheid te staan nie, maar juist, ons self net beskikbaar te stel, so dat hy dier ons kan werk. Andrew vertel nou van Anita, nou nou, wat baie, uh, baie kerkbijeenkomst geval het, baie sleg geval het, en toe het iemand behoop haar geval, en haar gezicht, uh, ons het op een stadium gedink, uh, dat sy dalk, uh, uh, fraktiere in haar gezicht, of bloeding op die brein, genadig het sy nie gehad nie, en dit het nou die woensdag gebeur, en, en uh, haar hele gezicht is toen so opgeswel, en uh, sy, moet, sy is toe die hoofdspreker by een vrouwenconferentie in Kempton Park, die satra. Maar nou as jy die eigen gezicht is sien, ek weet, sy is toe die CT scans, die dokter sê, dat is geen manier. Sy sê, dokter, dat is iets wat jy nie verstaan nie. Ek het nie een fraktierie en ek het nie bloeding nie. Ek gaan al hierdie blauw toesmeer en ek gaan praat. De, uh, sy het het gedoen, toegesmeer en gaan praat. Uh, maar uh, wat ook al die vijand vir jou beplan, God het een groter plan. En baie van ons sit baie keer, en as jy nou net na Genesis en jy het met my in die afgelopen tyd begin praat, uit Genesis uit weer oor Abramse lewe. En kyk nou na Genesis, uh, as jy kyk na Genesis 12 vers 1 tot 3, waar God vir Abram specifiek roep. En denk bykie hoe God om roep, God roep om uit sy comfortzone uit. Baie keer roep God ons uit ons gemakzone uit. Ne? Ons is somtijd so in, in een of ander groep vastgevang en ons vind ons sekuriteit in sekere goeders. Maar wanneer daar ook een bykie geskut word, dan kan het jou hele wereld tegen mekaar gooi. Is dit nie so nie? En hier roep God Abraham en hy roep om en hy sê kom met jou vaderse huis uit, met ander woorde kom uit die plek van gemak uit weg en uiteindelik bring die hierom op een plek waar God met hom begin praat, en miskien was jy ook al in jou leven op so'n plek, waar God jou geroep het, vir iets groters, uh, en jy was half onzeker, maar uiteindelik het jy gehoorzaam, uh, die eerste stap gevat, soos Abraham hier die eerste stap vat, maar nadat hy nou die eerste stap gevat het, en hy beloftes van die Heere kry, en ons ken allemaal Genesis 12 vers uh, 1 tot 3, waar God met Abraham praat, en die Heere sê, ek gaan jou seen, ek gaan jou uh, groot nasie maak, ek gaan jou naam groot maak, en allemaal wat jou seen sal geseend wees, 
allemaal wat jou vervloek sal vervloek wees, en ek krijg nou hierdie wonderlijke belofte van die Heere, en so het baie van ons, baie, en dan het ons natuurlijk rondom die woord of beloftes wat ons krijg, ons eie verwachten. Is dit nie so nie? Ek weet nie hoe dit met jou gaan nie, die oorlik, dit was dwars dier ons so nie so, dan, dan krij ons woord van die Heere, en ons krij beloftes van die Heere, en dadelijk begin ons die plan by mekaar. Ek weet nie of jy dit al gedoen het nie, maar miskien, soos iemand sê nou nie hier nie, daar net al by ons gebeur dit, waar jy dan in die plan by mekaar sit, en jy wil God mos nou bykie help. Maar nou moet ons Jesaja 55 vers 10 en 11 goed verstaan, waar die profeet sê, hy sê, my wee is nie jylle wee nie. Hy sê, soos die himmel hoor is die aarde, is my wee hoor is jylle wee. Hy sê, maar soos die reen en die dou neerdaal, in die aarde deurvochter, so sal my woord wees, wat uit my mond uitgaan. Dit sal nie leeg na my toe terugkeer nie, maar doen wat my behaag, en voorspoedig wees in alles wat ek het stuur. So het ons nodig om te weet, God het sy eie manier en sy eie tyd, waarin hy sy beloftes in jou en my leven vervul. En hy gaan nie noodwendig by jou en my plan inval nie. Ons moet by sy plan inval. En dis, dis nogal betekie moeilik, ne? want ons het ons nou ons eie menselike idees en plannen en wanneer ons die, die belofte gekryd het, ons die plannen klaar gemaakt en het ons sê, heren, kom, hier is die plan, voer hom net vir ons uit. En dis nodig dat ons dan verstaan, diezelfde het nou, ons sien Abraham is hierdie verskrikkelijke vader van geloof, maar ons weet, hy het maar gesikkel soos ek en jy, want hier kom hy nou, hy het hierdie wonderlijke belofte gekryf van een groot nageslag en hoe die Heer om gaan sien en wat die inpak gaan wees van sy leven en sy nageslag. En hier kry hom nou in Genesis 15 en hier praat die Heer nou weer met hom en hy sê, ach nee Heer, Hoe kan dit nou wees? Hy sê, ek het oud geword, ek het nie die belofte in vervulling gesien nie, ek het nie rechtige nageslag nie, uh, en, en hier begin die Heere met hom praat, en dis eindelijk waar ek vir ochend met jou wil praat, en die Heere sê, vir hom kom uit jou tent uit. Nou die tent hier so verteenwoordig, die beperkte spasie waarin hy is, nie net fysisch is nie, maar ook in sy denken. En ons grootste probleem, Boetas, le hier. Joyce Meyer praat altyd van the battlefield of the mind. Denk net vir die oomlik aan hoe ons betekker in ons gedagtes of in ons denken geprogrammeer is dier, of dit nou jou eie verwachting is, of dit behoeftes is wat jy het, of wat ook al, maar hoe dat ons in ons gedagtes dan uiteindelik dier ons natuurlijke sintuie beheer word, wat ons sien, hoor, en wat om ons aangaan. Maar Godse plan is veel groter as dit vir jou leven. En ons het nodig om by een plek van oorgave en vertrouwe te kom. Om rechtig onbeperkte denken te kry, het jy nodig om elke dag op een nieuwe plek jou leven onvoorwaardelik aan God oor te geef. En is dit makkelijk? Het is goed so makkelijk nie. Misschien is dit vir jou baie makkelijk om help my. Ek sikkel ook betuid aan, maar het is nodig dat ons besef dat as jy nie by die plek van oorgave is nie, gaan jy een rikkie om die selle berg trek soos die Israelite. En moet dit toch nou net nie vir 40 jaar doen nie. Want God het een groter plan. Hy wil jou daak in die beloofde land inlei, maar omdat jy nou, soos die Engelsman sê, stubbenly vasthou 
aan jou eie plan gaan jy dalk om jyselle berg trek, totdat jy besef, maar dis die Godse plan vir jou leven nie. Jy moet by jou oorgave kom, en jy moet by vertrouwe kom, en dis wat, Abra- wat God eindelijk vir Abraham sê, want hy wil eindelijk vir jou en vir my sê, dat ons het nodig om te weet wie God is. Onthou wat sê Hebreers 11 vers 6, skrif, ons weet Hebreers 11 is die hele hoofdstuk wat oor geloof gaat. In Hebreus 11 vers 6, as ons nou vers 3 kyk, vers 3 is een amazing vers, waar hy sê, alles wat bestaan, het hulle ontstaan uit die onsienlijke. En God het dit, en dit het dier geloof in die sienlijke hulle bestaan gekry. En dan kom hy in vers 6 van Hebreus 11 en hy sê, sonder hierdie geloof is het onmoendlik om God te baag en die wat nou om te kom, moet glo dat hy is. Ek, nou, dis makkelijk om te sê, ek glo in God. Mag ek wel vir jou vraag, wie is God rechtig vir jou? Selfs in jou krisis, selfs in jou storm. Denk een bykie daar in, in die evangelies, toe die disciples hulle self in die storm bevind. Jesus slaap onder in die boekie. Hy is een geweldige storm, en het eindelijk, word hulle dier vrees oorweldig, soveel vrees, dat hulle dan op een plek kom, dat hulle besef, hy is daar, en sê, Heere, ken nie om dat ons vergaan nie, en hy staan op, en hy praat met die storm, en hy bestraf die wind, en hy kyk met groot verbasing na hulle, en hy sê, hoe is dit dan dat jylle geen geloof van God het? En ons is ook so, he, wat ons die storms, dan vergeet jy, want weet jy, hoekom vraag die Heere Jesus dit vir hulle? Hy vraag dit vir hulle met een specifieke rede, want net voordat, gaan bestudeer die evangelies, het hulle klaar gesien, hoe hy brood en visse vermeerder. Net voordat, het hulle die wonenwerk van die vermeerdering gesien. En hulle was deel daarvan, want hy het gesê, jylle moet het uitdeel, gee jylle vir hulle iets om te eet. Hulle was deel van die wonnewerk, en net daarna, kry hulle self in die boekie, en vergeet hulle van wat God hier gedoen het. Dis typies ons. Wanneer jy een nieuwe levenskrisis, uh, voor een nieuwe levenskrisis, want, want toe Anita nou daar val by die, wat is so amazing groot bijeenkomst, waar daar duisende mense is, En, en sy val nou in, in, in hierdie ongeluk gebeur, en ek trek haar nou uit, en bloedloop uit, en mond uit, en alles, mens weet nie wat gebeur, en sê, jyre, nou wat nou? Hierdie, sy, sy is die kind, en sy werk vir die jyre, haar lewe is aan die jyre uitverkoop, en hier, uh, wat nou? En, uh, en toe ons uiteindelik op die plek kom, waar ons besef, as die vijand, die in jou aanslaan, het God een groter plan met jou leven, een groter plan met jou leven in het doel, en dan is het nodig om jou focus te bou, om jou focus te bou, en nou kan jy allerhande vraag vraag, jy kan uh, met God begin worstel, oor hoekom dit, hoekom dat, in plaas van om te sê, jyre, ek gaan jou vertrou, dat ten spuite daarvan, want dis wat sy nou gesê het, ek weet toe die dokter nou vast, sê, dat is geen manier, wat jy by jou conferentie kan gaan praat, nie, toe sê sy maar, dat is iets wat jy nie verstaan nie, dokter, ek gaan praat, al moet ek op een stoel sit en praat, praat gaan ek praat, sê die dokter, oké, okay, jy kan net praat, en dan moet jy huis toe gaan, maar het sy gepraat, ek was daar wat ek moest, moest dobbel, wat ek was toe bekommerd, dat sy kan nie die hele tyd kan staan nie, maar dit het of die, vir die twee en half ure wat sy bezig was, het het gelijk, of sy niks mekeer. So, Ek wil jou aanmoedig en vir jou sê, want God sê vir Abraham in Genesis 15, 
Hy sê, kom bykie uit die plek wat jou beperk het. En daarom wil ek met jou praat oor, oor wat laat jy toe. Anita praat altyd van jou eye guides en jou ear guides. Waar ek en jy toelaat dat wat in ons natuurlijke wereld aangaan, ons gedagtes beheer. Maar ons weet, dat die, die Bijbel ons leer, dat ons getransformeer, verander moet word, by the renewing of your mind. You have to be transformed and changed by the renewing of your mind. God is calling us to a place where you and I will surrender to God so that God can take charge and control of what's going on in your thought life. This is what God is calling his people to. This is what God was calling Abram to. When God called Abram and said to Abram, come out of your tent. And then God spoke to him and said, look up, can you count the stars? Look around you. Are you able to count the sand of the sea? En as sê die Heere vir hom, hy sê, my plan vir jou is groter as wat jy dink, Abram. Al lyk dit vir jou onmoendlik, want ons kom baie keer op die plek waar die natuurlijke vir ons dikteer en the natural is just saying, it is impossible, but kan ek vanmorgen vir jou sê, nothing is impossible for God. We serve the God of the impossible. We serve the God of the impossible. Can I just say, nothing is impossible for our God. God is able. I just hear there's a song that Elevation just brought out, says, God is able. God, you are able to do far over and above. Ephesians 3 verse 20 declares, and God is able, brothers, to do far over and above the things that you and I are praying for and thinking about. This is how God, don't limit God to your own thinking. Don't limit God to your own circumstances. Because he is far above and he is God. He's the creator of heaven and earth. Right in the beginning, he just spoke a word and whatever God said came into fulfillment. What is impossible for God to do? What is impossible for God to do in your and in my situation? I don't care what people say. I care what God says. We are busy with the series about the importance of your words, because we know how faith is uh, formed within us. Romans 10 verse 17 declares, Now faith cometh by hearing, and hearing is out of the word of God, people. It is important for you and me to fill our ears with the right sounds. Ons moet ons oor vul met die rechte woorde en gedachte. luister jy die meeste? Nies en wat aangaan, en allemaal praat oor die politieke en economische situasie, en al die negatieve goed wat aangaan, van loudshedding af rechtdeer, tot wat ook al. Gelukkig het die wereldbeker so het het op die laatste oorlik vir ons bykie oopgebring. <laughs> bykie verlichting van loudshedding. But it's important for you and me to get to the place where we say, my life is not controlled by what I see and what I hear. 
It's controlled by what I believe and who I believe in. And it's important for you and me, according to James 1 verse 21, it says with an attitude of meekness, we have to receive the implanted word that is able to save our souls. The soul's realm where your mind, your intellect, your emotions, and your actions or your will lies must be transformed by the word of God, renewed daily. So, will you aanmoedig, as jy in die ochend opstaat, waarmee staan jy op? Die psalme sê het gesê in psalme 119 vers 9, tot, uh, en hy gaan verder en hy sê, waarmee sal die jongeling sy pad syvere? Dere te hou na die woord, ek wil die woord in my hart bere, dat ek teen u nie sal sondig nie. Dan sê hy in vers 105 van die selwe mooie psalme, hy sê, Die woord is een licht op my pad en een lamp vir my voet. Paulus bid vir die kerk in Everse in Ephesians 1 verse 17 and 18. He's praying for these early believers in Ephesus. And he's saying, God, will you not give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation? Enlighten their minds so that they would know the hope to which you have called them. And this, what God for you and me will do, God is calling us to greater things. I don't care where you are in your life. I don't care whether you feel like Abraham felt when he was 99 years old and the promise was not yet fulfilled. And when he spoke and God spoke and, and, and Sarah heard God spoke, speaking to her husband, she was laughing. Said, oh, how ridiculous. It's impossible. I'm old. The old man doesn't even look at me. And now God's promising us a child. Come on. God roep ons na plek waar ons ons nie blind staar in onmoendelike situasies nie. Ons word daarna geroep elke liewe dag van ons lewe. En elke dag word ons geconfronteer en dan sal stemme. Jy weet was al die stemme wat praat en mense wat sê, ach jong, rechtig. Selfs familielede, mense wat daar by jou is, rechtig, glo jylle nog hierdie goed. Dink jy nog, kyk na die jylle huidige situasie, do you think God is really going to change it? En kom, ek sê vir jou, God is faithful to do what he has promised. God is calling you and me to see life from his perspective. Dis nodig dat ons na die lewe kyk van Godse perspektief. En daarom het ons nodig om op plek te kom waar ons hierdie verlichte oor krijg so dat ons denke vernieuwe kan word, waar ons in die ochend opstaan, waar ons, dit was my so amazing, uh, en Anita was nou vir die week of toe, bykie uit aksie uit met, met die harsingskering, erge harsingskering wat sy opgedoen het, maar toe ek nou hoor so 2-3 dagen terug, want daar gebedstijd is van 1 uur in die ochend tot 6 uur. As hy opstaan, en ons jylle huis is geval, met die teenwoordigheid van die heren, En dan, as, as, ek, as ek op, ek stak, wil ek viel hier op, maar, maar wanneer ek opstaan, dan is die heerlijkheid van die Heere so in ons huis, dat ons ons nieuwe dag kan begin en die wete, hy trek self voor ons uit. Ek wil jou aanmoedig, ek wil jou aanmoedig en sê, die tyd is te kort om dit te moors, of dinge wat nie saak maak. Ons is betekend bezig met soveel goeders, wat geen 
inpak en geen verskil maak. En God roep ons naar die plek waar hy Abraham geroep het en hy sê, kom met jou uh, beperkte situasie uit en kyk op. Kyk op, hy is die God van die moendelike, as hy Mooses geroep het toe hy 80 is. Dit is een tol order. En dan roep hy om, om uh, klomp Israelite wat vir soveel jare geïntimideer en beinvloed was die Egyptische kultuur te lei. Stabben, want die skors het hulle uitgeleid en die wil hulle teruggaan en hulle want garlic and onions. So, uh, maybe you don't like garlic and onions that much that you would long for that, like they were longing for that. Maar, in plaas van om te sien, there's milk and honey. There's something better that God has uh, in mind for you. God het een groter plan vir jou leven. God has something marvelous in mind for you, because Jeremiah 29 verse 11 declares that the plans I have for you are not plans for evil, but plans for good to bless and to prosper and bless you. My hope is in you, Lord. Don't you want to say, if you lift up your hands and you say, my hope is in you, Lord. It is time for us to fill our ears with the word of God because faith cometh by hearing. And it's important for you and me to realize that God is calling us to a place where our mouths would be filled with his word. Because when we speak, we speak something into the atmosphere that can create. Do you know that Proverbs 18 verse 21 declares that death and life is in the power of the tongue, and the one that uses it will eat the fruit thereof. So in your mond is dat dood in lewe, en ons potentiaal om voor te bring. Ons kan atmosfere en omgevings verander. Het jy geweet, toe Daniel in Daniel 10, uh, voor een verskrikkelijke moeilike situasie sit, dat hy begin vast en bid, en hy is he's waiting upon God for a change, and the force of Persia was trying to stop, it was a spiritual force, it was not a physical force, a spiritual force that was trying uh, to, to stop the breakthrough and the plan of God, and the enemy hasn't changed his strategy, he's still trying to change what God wants to do in your and my life. But Daniel persisted, right on he did not give up, he did not give up, he kept on praying, and on the 21st day, the answer came through. And God said, Daniel, the angel came with a message. When you started praying on the first day, I heard you, but there were spiritual forces that were trying to derail you and trying to stop what God wanted to do in your life. Do you not know, do you not know that Ephesians 6, if you you know, uh, when we speak about the whole uh, uh, armor of God in, in Ephesians 6, from, from verse 10, where it says that we have to, to find our strength in our unity with Christ. And then we have to realize that our battle is not against flesh and blood, not against each other. Sometimes we're battling one another. And we all have our thing. We all have our thing with people, don't we? People that don't agree with you, people that hurt you or offend you, do things. And then you see those people as your enemies. 
But let me tell you, there are spiritual forces behind that whole thing that's trying to keep you in bondage. And God is calling you to get out of your comfort zone, to get to that place where God can show you something greater, a greater plan. Do you not know that Paul also wrote in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 8 to 10 where he says, I has not seen. He says, the ear of man has not heard of. The mind of man has not thought of the plan that God has for you and me. And then he says, nobody knows what is in a man but the spirit of man. He says, so nobody knows what's in God but the spirit of God. And the spirit searches even the deep things and, and the secret and intimate things of God. And he's ready to reveal those things to us now. Come on, man. God wants to reveal greater things to you and me. Hy wil vir ons groter dinge weis. Hy wil hee, ek en jy moet by die plek van openbaring kom, waar ons kan sien wat God in ons lewe wil doen, wat groter is as wat jy met jou fysische oor kan sien, waar jou geestelike oor geopen word, so dat jy die plan van die Heere kan sien. Onthou jy daar in 2 Kings 6, when Elisha was confronted with the king of Aram. And the king was sending his whole army because Elisha was used by God to reveal the strategies and the plans of the enemy to the king of Israel. And then the king of Aram said, yeah, there must somebody be somebody that's a traitor amongst us. How does the king of Israel and his men always know when we are planning something against them, a plot or whatever. And then one of his men said, no, there's not a traitor, but there's a prophet. There's a man of God that receives revelation from God and warns the king of Israel. And then the king of Aram said, no, 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 come on, let's take out our army and let's go and capture him. And as they were coming to capture him, uh, the servant of Elijah was standing next to him and he was rattling in his boots as we sometimes do when we're intimidated by the enemy because he comes in a way that wants to overwhelm you overwhelm you like the disciples even in the storm i think if you and i were there we would also cry out lord don't you care that care that we perish and and he was rattling in his boots and he was saying my lord my lord to elijah he says don't you see the army. And then Elisha was praying for him and saying, God, open his eyes so that he can see the hosts of heaven that are behind us. The army of heaven is backing you and me up. This is what uh, we learn from the word of God. If God be for us, Romans 8 verse 31 declares, if God be for us, who can be against us? In verse 32, he declares, if God did not withhold his only begotten son, the best of heaven, how will he not graciously give you everything that you need? Come on, people. We don't deserve it. But by the grace of God, through our faith in the finished work of Jesus, we can receive 
all that God has for me and my family. I declare it. Anita declares it every day. We say, God, the plans you have for the Ferreira family are plans to prosper and bless them and use them. We pray and we speak over each one of our children and grandchildren, and we know there's destiny upon their lives, but the destiny is to glorify God in the first place and then be successful in every area so that God can get the glory. So and as the servant of Elisha's eyes were opened, and all of a sudden he saw the hosts of heaven backing them up, and Elijah could just speak a word, and the whole army of Aram was struck with blindness. And Elijah, that they were coming to capture our army, could lead them out. Because they were asking, shouldn't we kill them? Just, no, 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 no. We're not going to follow our own plans. We're going to follow the instruction of God. Lead them out and then pray that their eyes would be open so that they would know that there's a God in Israel. Do the people around you know who you serve? Do they know your God? Ken hulle jou God? Weet hulle aan wie hy vasthoud ten spuite van jou storm dat jy sê, as God vir my is, hy die beste klaar vir my gegee, ek het die eeuwige lewe in Christus, en ek kan vasthoud in, aan hierdie hoop wat ek in Christus het, ek kan opkijk en sy groter plan raak sien. Selfs in my krisis, selfs in my storm, kan ek sy groter plan raak sien. Ek kan sê, jyre, ek kom uit die area wat my beperk uit, en ek kyk op, en ek sê, o, jyre, jy wees rechtig nie by die hen, en die planne is die myne nie, maar jyre, soos die reen en die dou, uit die, uit die himmel neerdaal, en die aarde deervochtig, en dit laat voortbring, so sal die woord wees wat uit die mond uit. Weet jy, Boeta, dis nogal belangrik dat jy besef, dat Jy is elke dag bezig om dier wat jy praat te skep. Want die beginne was dit die beginsel. In woorde is daar kracht. As spreke 18 vers 21 verklaar dat dood en lewe leen die macht van jou tong en as jy dit gebruik gaan dit vrug oplever, dan sê dit mos vir jou dat woorde is houwers. They are containers that carry death or life. Your words are containers. So that's why we have to watch what comes out of here. We have to guard our mouths. And say, God, help me. So that I shall think for a prat, but I perceive there is death and life uh, in my mouth. And 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 do you know that it's important that we should realize that God is calling his people, the men of God, to be proclaimers of the good news. Onses proclameerders van die goeie nies. En hoe draas die goeie nies uit? Hier saam met amal te tla en te vertel van Maleman Ramaphosa. Ramaphosa wat die land moet fixen as hy by die wereldbeker, by die wereldkap. Sê hulle. Sê nie, dit sien by plan, my plan is om, om te bid. En te bid, dat die Heere dier dit, wat by die wereldbeker gebeur het, die nasie verenig. En die Heere, 
Want hoeveel van die springboeken wat daar gespeel het, is uitverkoop van die heren, sê koolesie en tlaas. Kan ons, kan ons hier verskil maak nie, kan ons hier verskil maak nie, want ons opstaan, ons sê ons, heren, ons wil een verskil maak, we want to make a difference in our city, we want to make a difference in our city, we praying for our city, we praying for our country, we praying for Africa, we praying for the whole uh, world, Lord, in the name of Jesus, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven, let it be done on earth, Lord. Come on, isn't this what Jesus taught us to pray? In Matthew uh, 6, when he was teaching us the Lord's prayer, and he was saying to us, that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven, and I proclaim it, I speak it in my own situation, and I see the hand of God working in every situation, and God is opening doors that have been shut for years. God is able, do you hear? I want to say this morning, our God is able to do far over and above, but God is calling you to the place of revelation. Where eye has not seen, ear has not heard, mind has not thought of what God wants to show to you. And what God wants to do in and through your life. I said, God, if this is my last day on earth, let this be the day of greatest impact. Greatest impact. Lord, wherever I come, wherever I can, let it be the day of the greatest impact. Life is too short to waste it on nonsense. I don't know what you're giving your life to, but I know that God has called me, according to Romans 12, verse 1, to give my life as a living sacrifice unto him. My life belongs to him. Ek is dier gekoop. En sy genade is so groot, maar dit is nie goedkoop nie. Ek kan nie met sy genade mors nie. Ek kan nie daarmee speel nie. Ek het nodig om elke dag met daar die toewijding en ergens na die Heere toe te kom en op hom te wacht en te sê, Heere, wees my wat jy vandag dier my leven wil doen. Maak die saak in my werkplek of waar jy my plaas, dis in my familie, waar ook al. Heere, jy roep my oh, to be a man that will proclaim the good news in that situation. To be the father of many nations in the spirit. Weet jy wat het beteken to proclaim? It's a Latin word that means to, to shout it out. And in biblical terms, we use the word confession. And the word confession literally means to say what he says. To speak the same words as the king speaks. Onthou, in die antieke tye, het hulle nie die communicatie uh, middels gehad wat ons het maar hy het boodskappers gehad. Die koning het sy boodskapper uitgestuur, a herald was sent out, on behalf of the king. And then, when he would come into the city gates, he would start shouting, and everyone would know, according to the sound of his voice, he was making a proclamation, and he was saying what the king uh, wanted him to say. He was a messenger of the king, speaking on behalf of the king, and everybody had to pay attention. Where are the men of God that are going to stand up and say, I'll get out of my comfort zone, and I would start speaking the word of God into the situation, and I know 
people will have to listen to the word of God. And that will bring true change. Not only in your life, but in the lives of many others. So God is calling us to a place where we will have a transformed and a changed mind that will not box God in or limit God according to your own understanding or try and limit him to your own world. He is God. He's God. He's God. He's able. I'm saying he's able. We have great testimonies. If you know the testimony of my dear wife, that's such a, a powerful instrument of God that's been used by God in such a powerful way where the doctors gave hope up and they said to her that uh, you've got an autoimmune disease and you will only live for three months. It's 18 years later. And after 18 years, last year, uh, because of uh, the chemicals that they gave her, the cortisone and stuff, she, her bone density changed. And so in 2016, she had one hip replacement. And last year, February, of January, she had to have another one. And, and the, uh, the orthopedic surgeon that had to give permission for the operation said, I can't do it because of your medical history. You have to get the physician specialist. And he said, no, you haven't used my medicine. You haven't been with me for 10 years. I can't give permission to do all of these expensive tests that the medical aid was, wasn't even going to pay for. And she said, doctor, I don't care what you say. I'll do all these tests to get the permission, but I'm telling you, I am healed. He says, look what your hands look like, because uh, handen toe bieke skeef getrek in die begin van die, die siekte. Maar die handen was heel tomal toe, nou is die handen oop. Sy kan tot, sy maak weer van ons stokperkies, jewelry en alles met die handen. And, uh, I'll be out and to uh, say, no, you have to go and see a rheumatologist to go. She went to the rheumatologist, the rheumatologist look, uh, uh, just said, no, 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 I see you, you're healthy, you can go for your op. And she went through the op, and the next uh, day after the op, this uh, uh, physician specialist had to discharge her, because nowadays they discharge her actually the same day, but he didn't want to. And he had all those tests done. And when he opened the file, he was looking at her the morning after the hip replacement, and he was just uh, looking at her ankles, and he says, your ankles aren't swollen. And she said, no, well, are they supposed to be? He says, yeah, after a major operation like this, yes, I thought so. And then he went back to the file, and he opened the file, and he was speechless. And he said to her, he said, you know what? I know you for so many years, and I know that you're a woman of God, and that you believe in God. But let me tell you, there is no sign of lupus in your blood. There's no sign, no sign. All your tests are 100% normal. This is the God we serve. This is the God we serve. And let me tell you, don't limit God in your situation. Don't limit God to what God can do in your situation and how he's going to do it. Learn to surrender and trust God. Say, God, my hope is in you. God is able. I just hear that song. You should go and listen to that song of elevation worship. God is able. Where we just hear it's ringing in my ears. In our house, most of the time, we have worship and we have proclamations and praise. 
And then, of course, we have rugby. <laughs> so, praise God, even <laughs> she loves the rugby. <laughs> she said so much as if the neighbors are going to come and have a look what's going on in the house. She's telling the Springboks what to do. <laughs> come on, men of God. You are men of destiny. Can I say to you, God loves you. God has chosen you. It says in Ephesians 1 verse 4, before the foundations of the earth was laid, God chose you. And God had a plan and a purpose for your life. In Ephesians 1 verse 3, he said, He blessed me with all the blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I am blessed. Coming in, according to Psalm 1, I'm like a tree planted by the riverside. I'm blessed coming in and going out. I am ready to proclaim the goodness of our God. Are you ready to do it with me? Are you ready to stand up in your situation and say, I don't care what's going on in this situation. If God be for us, who can be against us and I am going to to get my mind reprogrammed and how will you get your mind reprogrammed get into the word memorize the word this is what we do speak the word because through the speaking of the word faith is created in your heart faith in what God is saying and when you speak what God is saying God's word in your mouth becomes as powerful as his word in his mouth. May God give you and me the ability to take what God has given us and to say, I will become a messenger of heaven. Come on, let's just give God glory where you are just for a minute or two. Just surrender yourself and say, Father, I don't want to limit you to my situation. I don't want to box you in, but God, I want to come to you and allow you, Lord, to work in and through my life. Here I will even try. It elk in van ons in gedachte gaat voor ons geboorte. Psalm 139 vers 14 sê, hoe wonderlik het u my gemaakt. Dis u wat my kunste geweef het in die skoot van my moeder. Voor enige van my daad daar was, was hulle in die boek opgeteken. Jere daad wat u vir my beplan het, om jyre een instrument in die hand te wees, en hier is boetas, elkeen van ons, wat verskillende levenssituasies het, verskillende levensuitdagings het, jyre maar dankie dat ons weet, jy is meer as genoeg, jy is meer as genoeg, and God you are able, God you are able to do far over and above, what we are praying for, Lord you are the God, that opens doors, that makes a way. God, I just sense in my spirit that God is saying to men this morning that I am the God that delivered my people out of Egypt. And I am the God that made a way even through the impossible Red Sea. And I am the same God yesterday, today, and forever. I will make a way for you if you will just surrender and trust me. Where are men here that are going through difficult times that just want to stand up and say, God, I want to surrender to you. I want to pray for you, a special prayer. I want to put my faith with yours. You don't have to just stand up in your seat if you just really need me to to add my faith to yours. Thank you. 
So, and I'm going to pray with you and I'm going to be in agreement with you and trust God for a supernatural move of God and a breakthrough in your life like never before. Because God, you are able. Father, I just thank you for these men that in desperation are crying out to you because your word declares, call unto me and I will answer you. God, in the day of our trouble, we are crying out to you. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing for these men this morning. As we are at the place of agreement, your word declares where two of us agree about anything, it shall be done. And we are in agreement, God, for what you're doing here this morning. You are a mountain-moving God. God, and everything that we ask in prayer, if we believe, we receive. And I pray for men to just see the hand of your power. God, to move into their situations. I feel that there are men that are struggling in areas of business, in areas of their finance, in areas of relationship. I pray, Lord, in areas of, of health, that you will really intervene and that you will change those circumstances to your honor and your glory. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven. Let it be done on earth. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Dankie dat jy saam met ons ingeskakel het. Hierdie was een potvooi van die Pretoria Oosmanne bediening. Tot de volgende keer, blijf geseen.